0: Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 43 Where's My Compensation? In this week's episode, VR is brought up at least four times. JFG Ash has been completing some games. JFG Alex shows us his knowledge about Sonic clearly time to start talking about E3 in the Top 5. And finally, we give Funk an update on The Division. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast, this is episode 43. My name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my very good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy. How you doing this week?
0: What's buddy? Yeah, I'm good. I don't feel ill or anything. I feel normal, slightly tired. That's good but, news. You know, I'm on the beers, you know, on a lighter beer this evening, not the Hobgoblin goblin, the nobbles, the gobbles, the knobs, or whatever he did. Indeed, indeed, yep. I'm on the on the San Miguel today, buddy. So keeping it light and breezy, it's like I'm on holiday. You know, it's, it's a, a bit very of a smooth sweat beer, box. buddy.
1: Oh, it is smooth. It's, it's. You can just kick back in your seat under the chairs and and pretend that you're on some sort of Spanish beach.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially with the heat that's kicking out underneath the stairs right now. Had the <laughs> had the tumble dryer on earlier, you know, and that's a bit warm. So bonus. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm a bit toasty right now. So if I close my eyes, I'm like. Uh, Maybe you could make some soothing, you know, wave sounds for me. and I'll I'll be away, mate. I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Fine. Don't. What have you been up to? (laughs) Uh,
1: What have I been up to? I have been playing lots of games. um, And other than that, not a lot, really. I went to Royal Tunbridge Wells at the weekend for a bit of a cheeky trip out. Had some uh, some tasty grub at an Italian restaurant. Had a little mooch about to the town on a cheeky Sunday afternoon. And it. it was very cold, but uh, I bought a coat from Gap. Is that because you were cold? No, I had a coat on as well. But, so uh, you
0: doubled up. Good choice.
1: They had some really cool like Paddington Bear style duffel coats in Gap. And they were... Uh, I think it was £40 down from 160 That'll So that do uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't really need a coat, but what can you do? Mood not so, to, yeah. really. But yeah, other than that, I, I've literally done shite all, buddy, except playing a selection of games. Have nice. you had anything interesting happen to you this week? Good
0: question. I don't think I have... You nearly think, got a
1: racing wheel, didn't you? A different one. Yeah,
0: I know. I found a, a fantastic deal on Argos selling the uh, Thrustmaster T150 for £45. Told our good friend Pete about it. He snapped one up. I was contemplating it. But I, I stuck with the um, the G29 because I want to see what the difference is between yours and mine, really.
1: Yeah, plus and, it's been bought as a gift for you, hasn't it? Yeah, so true. It's, and kind I still of, think, it's not as simple as...
0: Yeah, and I still think getting it at 150 quid or sub 150 quid when it's like a 300 quid wheel is still like a decent like offer or discount (laughs) yes very much so yeah um but no like uh, like you i've been playing lots of well single player games buddy you know i've completed two games this week i mean (gasps) fuck fuck me when did that last happen i i can't even
1: 2007 probably <laughs> when happened.
0: when i didn't have kids uh, or a job i mean that, that's yeah. probably the last time that happened but yeah it's it's been fun i've enjoyed it I <laughs> um my father-in-law got like a, a new tv a couple of weeks ago so we got his old 40 inch like um flat screen tv i already had a 40 inch flat screen tv but you know there's always room for two you
1: can never have too many buddy
0: (laughs) so I did the um, wonderful thing of uh, dual 40 inch screen gaming slash Netflix night which was pretty special I enjoyed that yeah it was very cool I was like this is ridiculous because normally I have like my 21 inch like um, PC monitor I take that into the living room and game on that with headphones on but I was like you know what fuck it I've got two 40-inch TVs here for, like, until I get rid of the other one. I might as well use it. So it was, like, literally, like, at the foot, like, where my feet were, like, lying on the sofa, there was just this, like, 40-inch TV. I'm like, yep, this is, like, VR. I'm guessing it's got to be. (laughs) <laughs> it's
1: exactly the same buddy, yeah. you don't need any of that What's nonsense the difference? <laughs> I actually had the, the dual television conversation with Ellen over the weekend Because um, we were kind of out and about sort of driving around looking at various areas Because we're going to be moving in together in the coming months And uh, I thought it was important to bring up the question of the entertainment unit no, in the living it, room it's, and... it's
0: the main question that you need to bring up
1: is probably the the second most important thing about buying a house, alongside can you get a decent fibre optic broadband?
0: <laughs> Definitely, and that is connection. number
1: one. Those are the two, and and then maybe number three, you might have like how many bedrooms, or uh, <laughs> is it is it an area where there are a lot of stabbings? Is that there sort a of roof? Thing. Yeah, yeah, just below that. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I was like, what do you? What about the the dual television? sort of thing you know she was like well i don't know i mean why would we do that it's like well it's because then you've got two um i don't <laughs> really know how to explain it any better than that it's it's, it's a simple <laughs> she's question got a playstation that. as well so i was like where's that gonna live she said well that can li- i don't mind that could live in the bedroom i was like okay so we're gonna need another telly for in there
0: yeah totally. you know do you, do you want a 40 inch tv buddy because i've got a spare one
1: I might be in the market. I'll talk to you afterwards. Okay. good
0: shout. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sold. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, she doesn't really place very much importance on televisions in that she bought a PS4 and uses a 14-inch television to play games on it.
0: I mean, um, that's necessary. You can't even
1: buy those now. I didn't think so. they existed, yeah. It's impressive. <laughs> yes, pretty special. But, yeah. Okay, well... I think we've both been playing a shit ton of stuff this week, buddy, so we should probably move on pronto. Um, Let's head into the well-trodden ground that is what we've been playing.
0: Sweet, buddy.
1: Would you like to kick things off, buddy? Old completionist over there with his completed two games this week. I can't compete with that shit, buddy. Get the ball rolling.
0: So I'm going to kick off with the order 1886 which um, i stuck it out and i finished it and you know like last week how i was saying i i feel like this game wants me to like it but i, I was sounded like sure. it was
1: sort of winning you over a little bit yeah
0: and yeah it kind of did at the end i was like i finished it I was, i was satisfied i was like that was really cool i enjoyed that you know um I Do you still know how stand long it took by you in the end. Yeah, I still stand by like everything I I've said about it. Like that first session where I played it for like 2 to 3 hours, like it was so slow and boring and like the um the AI fights still don't really change in that. I still had situations where I was just like this is just ridiculous. Like um you've got certain enemies that like throw like explosives at you and obviously they're like a lot stronger than the others so you have to take them out first before or whilst also getting pappered by all the minions as well <laughs> yeah sure and yeah like sometimes this can be in like close quarters as well which really doesn't help so you're having to dive everywhere to like dodge these um or dodge these bombs and stuff whilst you've got guys with shotguns running at you and stuff like that um but, I tell you what, by the, yeah, by last week it was swinging me around, and by the, this week, finishing it off, like, the final three hours, like, I really enjoyed it, like, um, did a bit of crabbing about, some sneaky sneaky, which was really cool, but the, the main thing that really brings this game home is the story, uh, and the characters within it, uh, all the twists and turns, like, I was like, oh, whoa, was this, like, obviously not to that extent, I wasn't, like, a retard. But uh, in, <laughs> in 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 my head, I was like, "Oh, I didn't see that coming," or oh, "I respect <laughs> that character for doing that and kind of things like that." You know, it made me think more about them, and yeah, it, it was just really, really a good storyline. And like the yeah, the twists and turns, especially at the end, was like. It sounds oh, like shit. you're um,
1: you're really. Ex- I think you're probably pretty G'd up for a sequel then. Like yeah, They've sort of set the like, scene um, for you now, so it could this could be something really special in terms of a decent franchise.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think so. They've definitely left it wide open for a, a second iteration. Uh, and I was speaking to Bob, one of our friends on PSN, and like he was just absolutely agreeing with me. Um, he asked me, like, hey, buddy, what are your thoughts on the orders? I, like, in a quick summary, I was like, bad start, good finish, some dodgy AI encounters, overall great story with lots of twists and then he was like yep, it was horribly slow at the start, wasn't it then after about 2 hours in it got fun and I was uh, hooked, hope they make another one and I was like it is exactly how I feel. Obviously, after that, he goes into like how much of a bashing, like it actually got, and he doesn't think that like it should have deserved that because of
1: that was going to be my next question to you. Was now that you've now that you've been through that and finished it, do you think that it deserved all the the absolute kicking that it got when it was released?
0: I mean, as a full price release, I kind of believe that the story isn't long enough, or there isn't any really. You know um, replayability there. There there are certain collectibles that you can go around and collect. Obviously, being collectibles, you collect them. Um, but that I don't think that would really make me go back round again unless I was just like doing it for the platinum trophy or something like that. Um, I feel like I mean I got it for like a tenner from like Amazon Germany, um, and I feel like I like I don't feel like I've been shortchanged at all. I think like buying that game for like 20-25 quid if I paid that much for it I'd probably be happy but as a full price release I mean like the length of it is a bit bit naff I must say which is a shame and that that's the main issue where people have bashed it
1: I suppose that's the beauty of us being at this point though isn't it and the fact that you picked it up cheap afterwards is is that's basically put to bed I mean it so it sounds like it was right to be criticized when it was criticized when it was released but uh you know it we're past that we're you know a year into the future we you know you didn't pay loads of money nah, for it totally. I'm not I'm not going to pay for it at all so it's yeah, you can judge it. I think I remember at the time when it was it was getting kind of done in for game length and then there were a lot of game journalists who were kind of sticking up for it and saying, you know, you can't judge a game on its length and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. And, then, and, I and at the time I was that. saying, like, well, you no, know, you fucking can if you're not given free codes and you get to play all the games for nothing and you've spent, like, the money that you'd spend on a game that month, then you fucking can have a go at it for being short. But Yeah. That, that's I mean, all irrelevant now, really, isn't it? Because it, anyone who buys it at this point, it's it's cheap. And as you say, if the story holds up and the characters hold up, then it, it's exciting going forward. There could be another really good franchise there to get stuck into.
0: Mm, definitely. But like the other thing I was going to say is like, if they had chucked in like an extra like four or five hours on top, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much because, like I was saying, like the AI encounters aren't great and. The only thing really going for it, obviously, is is this, like, pretty cool storyline which, like, got me hooked in and I was like, I want to know how this finishes. Like, I really did enjoy the fact that I finished it because we've had so many games um, recently that either don't have an end because it's all just multiplayer or, like, they're just massive. So to have the world and the same with, like, the other game that I've been playing like just to have that feeling of like a completion was like really nice i enjoyed that
1: and in a sort of weird way as well and this is this is obviously uh not a positive in terms of the development team that made this but if you'd if you'd played three more hours of that campaign with the dodgy ai and stuff then you probably wouldn't be quite so upbeat on it now as you are
0: possibly like i think like i got better at fighting against the AI. Um, AI towards the end of it so I kind of understood how to use all the weapons properly and things like that which definitely helped. Um but it was still like situations where I was like, this is retarded <laughs> But yeah, no, if there was more of them I would have definitely been less upbeat about it, I must say.
1: Well cool man, I'm glad you got through it and I'm looking forward to doing the same now
0: actually. <laughs> so Yeah givens I'll send it down um when I get oh, some time. Probably the weekend. So, um, the other game that I completed was Oxen Free Buddy, which was really cool. Um, nice. Yeah, man. Well,
1: long long anticipated, and, and, you know, I think we've been talking about this for, like, six months or something, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I
0: know. Stage? Like, randomly I saw it, like I think it was, like, on Polygon, like, like you say, like, six months ago, and I was like, oh, that looks really cool. Like, a um, uh, story-driven-based kind of game with, like, um, I don't know what the term is. I think it's painterly like the backgrounds so they're like obviously painted with the 3D rendered characters walking on top of them um but what I I don't know what um got me about it, it was just nice and clean and like it seemed like something I would enjoy so I went ahead obviously got it at the um, on Friday when it was released and started playing it Sunday and um Saturday I think it was and completed it on Sunday so um Once again not a very long game, Uh, I think it probably took me about four hours in total but I was kind of rushing through it like there are once again like all different collectibles you can go around and pick up and things like that so you could spend more time in there and obviously there is loads of replayability um, because of all the different dialogue options in there. So I guess I'll tell you about what it is. I guess. Yeah, man. Um, (laughs) I'm settled
1: in. I've got my beer in my hand and uh, I'm looking forward to this. So, yeah. So, um, regale me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you play as um, a female character called Good Question Ash. I don't know what it's called Uh, or she was called. She's called something. Uh, And um, it's a kind of classic um, college escapade to a uninhabited island where they go there for the evening and drink beers and you know celebrate life or whatever was going on um far cry three <laughs> yeah maybe okay doesn't cool. really go the same route bit different but yeah <laughs> probably best <laughs> kind of like that so um yeah you start off on the ferry you go over there and then you start uh meeting different characters and stuff and then you finally meet everyone and you're at the on the beach drinking beers talking about stuff. Um luckily you have this like little radio. Um I don't know if it's FM. I'm going to say it's FM. FM radio. And um pretty much one of the guys uh he says, "Come on, let's check out these caves." So you go down there and then um there's like these little like anomalies uh, and when you start tuning your radio, weird shit happens, like, come or weird shit comes out of the radio, and you're like, okay, that's a bit weird. And then the story develops, and you end up going into this cave, and that's when, like, it just turns a, into, like, a classic, like, teen horror. And I, because, like, I was excited about this game. I really didn't want to know anything about it. Um, so... I was like okay this is where we're going right now Um, (laughs) pretty much loads of weird shit happens Um, people start getting possessed Um, there's all different time loops which is really cool not like um, where you can rewind time and stuff like that like um, you get into a situation and you go a certain way if that's the wrong way then it it, teleports you back until you get going the right way and then something happens, and maybe I don't know. Like you might get teleported back to where it was, and some of the sceneries change. And yeah, like it's a bit weird to explain, but and this really is, cool This feature. is 2D, is it? This is a yeah, side yeah. It's scroller. all 2D. So, okay. uh, and you, you obviously like you, you just walk around and like click on stuff and talk to people. So, um, storyline wise, uh, she's with her new stepbrother and uh, they get to know each other because he just moved to town and. I don't know how to go on about this really too much without just giving it away. Um, yeah, don't do that. I know. So, like, pretty much you pair up and, like, it, it's just, like, the the constant conversations uh, that kind of, like, keep you gripped in with this game. So it's a constant they're talking to each other. And the the good thing that I like about it, like, it doesn't wait for you to respond. Like, if you don't respond, it just carries on which I thought was really cool whereas like obviously in Telltale games you've got like a time limit and it counts down and you're like right if you you pick your choice and then they respond to it but if in this game if you miss it then they just keep talking about stuff so like it doesn't really matter but it all comes down back to this like AM radio and like it's I really don't know how to Go through about this, like That's so. a
1: good taster, man. Like, you don't need to explain the whole story to us. Like, it's yeah, cool.
0: but like, there's so much that I want to kind of go into because, like, there was like cool little bits. So, like, like I don't know. Your your radio gets better in a way, and you find out that your radio can do more. And I'm gonna say that as, okay. as like so, like the the game dynamics like change a bit there, and therefore it unlocks certain new places you can go to. But all in all, like, you there's so many different options within this game and it does the classic thing of the end of like you and seventy percent chose this option and things like that, which is I've which is nice to that. know. Yeah, I I like that as well. It kind of brings these like single player narrative games like into like a community of things, and you're like, Oh, okay, like I was the only person or well, like me and only ten percent of other people like chose to go this route. I'm like, does that make me weird or? My a bit, a bit too weird. Because I, I think that. what I'm kind of <laughs>
1: taking from what you're saying, to be honest, the thing that kind of stands out straight away is the fact that this is a, a 2D side scroller. But you're you you sound really like balls deep in the story elements, and yeah. I think that that is probably quite a rare thing for a 2D side scroller to pull off. You know, normally yeah. I would I would feel like I'd require a little bit more going on. More realism graphically to get like invested in characters, but it sounds like this kind of does that really well anyway, regardless of what you're seeing on the screen. That's that's
0: quite cool. Quite like yeah, that. it it definitely does, and like you you learn so much about like all the different characters. But like another thing that you learn about is all about this island because obviously these like poltergeists or whatever are there for a reason, and like you get to find out why they're there and. How to try and get rid of them because oh maybe it's already happened before in the past and we're trapped in a time loop and oh god there's all different things. There's um, bears in the jungle. What's going well, on? Exactly. But there's John Locke. Obviously, this can't. This game can't just be good. Um There, there, there really aren't that many kind of puzzles. There are a few, but they are limited in what they do. Um, a a lot of it is walking simish yeah it really is quite a lot of just walking around like the map like chatting to each other and yeah but (laughs) i don't know i i i kind of enjoy these type of games like nice and simple but you know dialogue rich and you know it 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 keeps me engaged with it because like i'm Obviously, listening to what they're saying and learning about their experiences or whatever's going on, it's cool. I enjoyed it.
1: Nice, man. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Like after all this time, as well. Like that's really cool that uh, that you got stuck into it and you had a good time. That's great. Yeah,
0: buddy. And um, how much was that on Steam? It's uh, on Steam at the moment for fourteen ninety nine, buddy.
1: No, not too bad then.
0: Hmm. Cool. Oh, also, it is coming to PS Four at some point. I read that somewhere. So, um, yeah, they they came out and said that, yeah, they're making like a special whatever edition and also they're in development on PS4. So I I probably will pick it up on that when it comes out as well.
1: Lovely. I'll look forward to that then.
0: Yeah, buddy. So um, the other game that I played was the same game as you, which was Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris. But, you know, I've talked a lot. So (laughs) we'll come back to that later. So what have you been playing, buddy?
1: We'll uh, we'll go through that at the end. But yeah. uh, I, I haven't played... I've played quite a lot of, of stuff this week, but most of it's been kind of well-trodden ground. So I've, I've played like 10 hours of Pez, for example. Um, <laughs> but in, I'm, I'm still completely hooked on Velocity 2x. Uh, I'm on, I think, level 35 of the 50 now on that. And I've started going through and trying to get perfect scores on the earlier levels as well. So I've got... Um, I've I've perfect scored the first like eight missions on that thing now. That is such a good game. I I honestly can't believe it's just been sitting there like in my library all this time. Um, It is so addictive and it's so satisfying. It plays really nicely and um, yeah. I I just really need to play this game, don't I? Yeah, totally. Like I, I don't know, maybe I don't know if I'm being weird. (laughs) <laughs> or, and, and actually, it's just distinctly average, but it just plays it. It plays really nice, and uh, it, it's. Just, like, the the mechanics, like, it's still introducing new mechanics to you all the way up to, like, level 20 of the 50, so you're, like, a third of the way into the game and you're still learning new things, but it doesn't gate any of those things, so you just didn't know that you could do it, but if you go back and then play the first mission, yeah. then all of those things are available to you, like, you just didn't know, <laughs> so I quite like that. That's cool. You know, it, you don't earn new powers; you had them all along. That's very cool. But um, yeah, just cool. I talked about it last week, so I won't go on. But um, if if anyone out there has got that on there, you know, it, it was a PS Plus title, and maybe you 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 just sort of ticked a box or or added it to your library or whatever. Um, get on that because it is just really cool, and and it works. It'll work really well on handheld as well. So if you're someone with a Vita. Um, dying breed of Vita players then uh, get stuck (laughs) into that so yeah, played that Uh, I played the uh, World Rally Championship 5 demo, which popped up on the store this week Um, it's not a good game, I don't think but (laughs) I enjoyed it it because I was playing it on my wheel (laughs) Nice. so um, further damning evidence of what a terrible game the crew is, that I even enjoyed the World Rally Championship 5 demo on my wheel, but the only thing that I've played on the wheel and not
0: enjoyed up until this point is the crew. So, it's not good for it, is it? I mean, that make game that is just, what you will. I don't know. I don't know who bought that game.
1: <laughs> no idea. Um, Project Cars. I've been playing loads of Project Cars. It's, it's given it a whole new lease of life. The wheel. It's the one that feels the most realistic out of all of the races that we've got. Um, the cars feel really heavy and everything, and for that reason, I'm I'm really enjoying that game, a game that I probably would never have played again had I not bought that peripheral. So
0: yeah, it's yeah. strange how that's happened, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. Um, Does it still I'm kind look
0: of just mediocre.
1: It it looks yeah, it's it's not a pretty game at all. But having been playing a lot of racing games recently, hmm. um, I, I really firmly believe at this point that I. Would rather it look the way it did and run at sixty than yeah. have Drive Club. Like yeah, I've, I've played range. quite a bit of Drive Club over the last couple of weeks, and I've got to say the thirty is killing it for me completely mm. because it just it just feels weird. It's like playing on. It's like it's a VCR recording or something. You know, it just. It graphically is gorgeous, but Project Cars is is a much better experience just for that frame rate. It's so important on a racing game, and once you've got the wheel and you're making like subtle adjustments rather than dabbing like an analog stick, then it becomes even more important to have a a really high frame rate. So
0: yeah, definitely, yeah. I can see that. Uh,
1: other than that, and. Um, Lara Croft which we'll talk about at the end uh, I played also with you a little bit of the Plants vs Zombies Garden <laughs> totally Warfare 2 about that. beta oh,
0: um,
1: what the fuck did you make of that buddy
0: <laughs> well I mean I installed it on your console as a joke as in like, yeah. we weren't going to play it but for some reason we did um, that was I don't know a thing that happened I guess I don't, it's really well made.
1: You've got to say that about it. Yeah. Like, it's really it well made. It runs lovely. The art style really cool. And it feels really chunky and everything. But I just, I think the the, the, the the sort of lasting impression that we had, we were about half hour into whatever the fuck we were supposed to be doing. And I just sort of said to you, I don't, what is this for? Like, I don't really understand.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, it's it's a child-friendly shooter. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's COD for kids, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But I I, I mean, how many kids aren't playing COD? Like, uh, I, I
0: mean, like <laughs> I'm talking like you know, seven, eight, maybe nine-year-olds. Okay, then, you know, yeah. like nearly my son's age. Well in a couple of years that's what I would get my son playing to get him into like third person shooters, shooters and... or first person shooters or I don't know if you can play that in first person actually I think it's just third but still you know it, it's a way for parents to be like oh well yeah you know that's okay there's,
1: there's nothing wrong with it is there I mean there's some weird yeah. stuff they've done with uh, with regard to the way that the levels load they've kind of made it almost open world with your own sort of world hub so you've got your own sort of base
0: yeah, of instead of having a menu you, system, it's yeah, it's, it's like yeah, which is very
1: you know current, isn't it? That's kind of what yeah, every everyone's doing. I, I know the the division which we'll talk about later that does exactly the same thing. Um, so this is a 2015, 2016. Everything has to be open world. You know, everything has to be seamless kind of thing. It it, ran, it runs really nice, but it's it's obviously not designed for us. <laughs> so. No, for us. So we'll leave it at that, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the only other thing we were playing was, um, la- was it last night or the night before? I said um, to you. I believe
0: it was last night, buddy.
1: Yeah, I said, let's play Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, shall we? And you were like, cool, okay. <laughs> We've had this for ages. We got it for sort of £8 and with the season pass as well. Yeah, and um,
0: it's, it's been a PS Plus game as well since then.
1: It has, yeah. So pretty much everyone's probably got it, but uh, I think uh, <laughs> the first time round we probably played the first sort of hour and a half, and then we
0: were like, yeah. Yeah, my save file said I was like twenty five percent in, so sure. we, we did a bit. But yeah, but, we we got past that stage. Yeah, we night.
1: started from scratch because for some reason my save file was gone. Um, there's a there's some really weird stuff at play with this game like the save (laughs) the save stuff feels a bit odd but also sometimes you'll go into a loading screen if you're in co-op and it'll just kind of freeze up for about 60 seconds and then reload you where you were before you went through the last door which is really odd but as i I said to you last night but at least it doesn't kick you
0: yeah, exactly. I was, I was gonna say I prefer that than in, instead of getting kicked out of the game, which is true. Boring. Yeah, it's like if if you go through the door like one goes bef- like ten seconds or so before the other, then it just like shits itself. It's like, oh, no, go back and do it again. And I gotta say as well, like nothing
1: seems to, nothing's given my console a workout. As much as this game, <laughs> like in recent memory, like probably the Rocket League beta yeah, was the Rocket last League time the, my thing, ridiculous. my console sounded like it was just gonna fly off into space. Yeah, it definitely did, didn't it? <laughs> but, but I gotta say, really enjoying it actually.
0: Yeah, like at first, uh, I, like, I was kind of just taking the piss, like just constantly doing like swan dives on the floor. <laughs> but then you know what like after doing a few of like the, the co-op like challenges and stuff together like I was like okay yeah I can get into this now and yeah by the time we finished I was like I was really yeah I was I was, I was stuck into it but I was enjoying it which was cool
1: I'm pretty sure we're going to play this to the end now
0: now yeah. we've got back into it I believe so I think this was always the thing like we knew like when we bought it we were like we not, might not play it now but this is something that we will definitely play like a nice co-op based, you know, like top-down isometric view shooty thing. Kind of like um uh Brainfart. That other one in space. Helldivers. Yeah, that's the one.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, we've got Hell Divers and we've got Magicka 2 and I think we will yeah. go through all of them eventually. Yeah, which is um, cool. I've, I've always really liked those sort of games. They're kind mm. of Definitely. They make me remember, um, you know, and like. We've the also old got Diablo era. 3,
0: buddy, just to throw that in there, that we just yeah. seem to have just.
1: It's its left. alarming that I, f- I didn't mention Diablo 3 there. And it give, <laughs> gives you know. some sort of idea about how little interest <laughs> I've had
0: in that since we bought it. Which is ridiculous because before that, we were just like, yeah, we'd really enjoy this game. Yeah. And then as soon as we got it, we were just like, nah. <laughs> Which is weird.
1: Do you ever just look at a game and 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 without fail every single time you're like I don't fancy that. Yeah. I just don't I know.
0: It's that, it's weird, just, isn't it? It shouldn't yeah. happen.
1: I don't know what it is, but it's uh it's a strange one. But mm. hey, what can you yeah. do?
0: I think the only thing that I would change or I would like to adjust about Lara Croft and the Temple of the Osiris is like the speed. I would like to just Turn it down a notch. It is rapid, isn't and it? I'm like jumping around, like, and I'm just like, "Hey, whoa! I'm a bit old now. You need to calm this shit down." <laughs>
1: I was doing that last night, wasn't I? We were in one of the sections where you're supposed to sort of run up some steps avoiding boulders and stuff, and I just had the analog stick at like 10%. I was just like walking up (laughs) like an old granny.
0: Yeah, but it worked because I just kept popping my shield up and blocking all the things rolling down. And we were like, yeah, it works because you kept saving me. Well, yeah, I know, but still, it's a way of doing it without running it. But yeah, all in all, I think, like, yeah. Like you say, we'll uh, we'll crack on with this and report back on how how it ends. I mean, we are taking the piss out of the storyline a lot.
1: Well, it's terrible, and the the voice acting is pretty awful as well.
0: <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> but to be honest, I I've been I think one of the reasons I enjoyed it so much is because it's kind of it's it's hard to so you think about it like we've gone basically from never playing with strangers to like a month and a half of only playing like online games we've gone into like COD and Battlefront and stuff having having not really played against anyone other than like an AI in a co-op environment for like a year and then all of a sudden we've gone like balls to the wall in Battlefront and COD and there's a certain sort of stress level there it's it's like a a higher like DEFCON of stress when you're playing online, and it's, it was really nice last night to not worry about anything. Yeah, totally. And just tuck I mean, that's it.
0: why I like. I was like uh, when we were talking about. It, I was like, oh, I just fancy playing like you know the the game that shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was just like, I just want to like dick about, just me and you, like go and shoot some aliens and stuff, and like not really worry about anything, but. Darukov was definitely a, a fantastic substitute for that. Just for what I wanted, like you say. It's a full-blown gibbon, buddy. Yeah, buddy.
1: So, yeah, I think that'll do us, won't it? Unless you've got anything else?
0: Been playing some Super Mario World. That's about it. Nice, I've been playing some Sonic. Nice, buddy. Oh, you should... You're, I've got something special for you later. Ooh! Mmm... You're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> I fucking
1: will too. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what we've been playing. Cool. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix.
0: this week buddy up or down in or out
1: okay this is going to be a down um, no. and Again. it's it is it is a down but at the same time I, I, I'm 2016 the year <laughs> of the phoenix yeah it could be I mean <laughs> I some might think not. I'm being a little bit harsh chucking a phoenix on this this is something that isn't out yet but I think the way that it's gone so far it deserves a phoenix just for misinformation and fucking about. So, r- whatever, here we go, and you can kind of make a decision for yourself, dear listener. So this is this is IO Interactive's Hitman. We've been waiting for it for some time. Uh, it was delayed, I think it was originally supposed to be out last year. It was delayed into 2016. There have been mixed messages throughout this, so... Originally, we were told it was going to be some sort of episodic um, thingy where there'd be a a starter pack and then over time they'd add more missions uh, or you could buy the full release in advance and so on and so forth. Uh, And then if you remember in our... um, our preview podcast a couple of weeks ago uh i said to you are you excited about hitman and you said no because of the episodic thing yep. and I mean, it, it turned out a couple of days earlier they'd said you know no no we've scrapped that don't worry about all that bollocks so basically, i was like
0: oh i'm interested again now. exactly
1: they they mm. basically said i'm paraphrasing of course but they basically said you know we we'd we'd rather stick out and complete the game and release it as a full proper package and not fucking you on about so here you go and that brings us neatly round to this week so, Yay. so this week Hitman was removed from the Playstation store and Xbox Live store
0: and has um, been
1: cancelled and all pre-orders were cancelled um, um close because they've decided to do it in an episodic fashion again <laughs> of
0: course they have okay. they've gone uh, 540 now
1: but in fact, Those we're not in a situation where <laughs> where they are doing it episodic again, as in they've reverted to the original plan. This is a new plan that I think it, it sounds far worse no, than the original on. episodic plan that we were sceptical about. So this is a situation where there's even less content coming out at launch. Um, it, this is going to launch with the prologue and one level, um, with more levels releasing throughout one the year. One level yeah one mission so basically this is going to be like like a sort of blood money rather than absolution absolution was a uh, more of a linear hitman game whereas yeah. blood money totally. was a sort of here Free is room. a sandbox and you can choose how to assassinate this person however you want yep um so you will get one level and the prologue and that's going to be coming out in the form of an intro pack <laughs> um great name Now, originally, that was going to be $34.99 and include three levels. So that was the original plan for an alleged episodic launch. This has now become a uh, a prologue launch, essentially. And then there'll be another one coming out in May and another one coming out in June. Um, I think there's going to be five or six Game Worlds overall. Um, So, yeah, you can buy the intro pack for uh, that amount of money additional locations can be purchased for 7.99 each once they become available or you can buy all of them for 36.99 uh, alternatively you can pay for the whole content up front for 44.99 saving yourself about 4 quid from purchasing them individually okay um,
0: so is, is there like a time frame of when this shit's going to be released or is it like a season pass everything will be out within a year or don't we know
1: so this is the next thing they've said that, that there'll be more Hitman games coming soon. So, you know, I, I, I would imagine that means that this is going to be a 12-month schedule before they release more Hitman games. But that begs the question, you know, is this the engine that's going to be the platform and they'll be releasing more episodes in the future? Because episodic suggests... That there is going to be episodes, <laughs> but yeah, this isn't an episodic. Ex- this is not an episodic thing at all. This is this is levels basically. This is yeah. This so is there's a no story
0: whatsoever behind it. It's just like well, I this think is there your will be target. a story, but okay. at the same
1: time, how do you make a coherent Hitman story across like twelve months? I mean, that's going to be difficult to do. But well, I'm not each even... time
0: they bring out a new one, they'll just have like a flashback of like your save from the previous one be like previously in Hitman
1: I mean that could work as well (laughs) I'm, I'm not even saying that any of this is a bad idea and in fact if you buy the full price game uh, which is essentially like a pre order for all of the yeah. d l c content or a season pass or whatever, yeah. then that 's going to be coming in at a lower price than you would normally pay for a full price release so i 'm not i 'm not even saying leo oh, we 're trying to fuck you here i 'm not saying they 're trying to rip you off necessarily mm-hmm. but i i i can 't remember the last time a, a, such a mess was made of the launch of a game bearing in mind this this game is out in I think eight weeks, something like that. that, It's not long now. Yeah, it's
0: definitely not long.
1: to, To remove it from the store and cancel all the pre orders so that you can change the model for a third time, that just seems mental to me. So.
0: The only um, thing I can think of is this game's going to be, like, fucking amazing if they're having all these issues with it. Or, like, shit, we, we can't get everything finished now. All we've got is literally one level and a prologue. I mean, this is,
1: this is a single-player experience. I, I, yeah. I the, I've heard that there's leaderboards, but this is not like something where they've got to get a netcode working. So you just wonder what the fuck's going on. But, um, Yeah. As I said, I'm, I'm not saying they're out to get us, I'm not saying they're trying to screw us over, but in terms of messaging, this is, like, fairly pathetic, and for that reason, I'm branding it with a phoenix. Um, yeah, buddy. And a little sweetener here as well. <laughs> you can also buy the Collector's Edition for the new Hitman game, mm-hmm. uh, which will set you back £110, pounds, uh, and it comes with a selection of perks and bonuses and and objects and so on, including uh, Agent 47's tie, which is a... A red tie. It's a red tie, so it comes with a red red. tie. But what I really (laughs) enjoyed about that was um, the £110 collector's edition does not include a physical copy of the game.
0: That's (laughs) fine. I can understand (laughs) that.
1: Brilliant. So, yeah. Uh, I, uh, overall, buddy, um, smells like some fucking bullshit going on. I don't know what to make yeah. of it all.
0: Um, uh, well, once again, I don't know. Like, we'll see it at the time. Like, it, I'll probably wait until like that first like was it intro pack goes in some sort of sale for like yeah. I don't know eight six quid. Then I'll pick it up. Then I mean, I guess if 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 you look at it that way, then we could probably get this game like all out for like twenty quid. Throughout all the different sales, if you're not fussed about it, but you know, for people that like or really want a Hitman game, this is it's a bit of a shitty way of doing it, I must say.
1: It's just a bit shambolic. I think if if your launch strategy is so convoluted that it makes possible buyers want to just fucking throw themselves out of a window, <laughs> then you've probably done it wrong. Um, yeah, I think. Just so. ask Square with the mm. Deus Ex stuff, but. Um, Either way, branding it a phoenix, regardless of the quality of
0: the game. Gibbons. I just came back to my old home. Happy day, the kids are playing.
1: And now it's time for the news.
0: The news.
1: Number one Number one PlayStation VR price leaks. Yep, I saw that. It has leaked. It has Is leaked. It Sweden on, or
0: something. Uh,
1: Switzerland. Several Swiss websites. Something um, like that, isn't it? reporting possible pre-orders and purchase information about PlayStation VR. Um, It's worth noting, of course, that this is uh, a possible leak and might not be true, but usually when multiple sources are citing something, then you're probably away. Um, And it is listing it between 450 and €500, which works out at around the... Three hundred and fifty to three hundred and eighty pound mark, or five hundred dollars. Now, I would I would round that up to four hundred pounds straight off the bat because we yes. always get screwed there. You could even maybe round it up to five hundred pounds because the <laughs> pounds and dollars thing tends to be fairly even. But let's work under the under the illusion that this is going to be four hundred pounds because that seems like a a fairly safe bet if it's yeah, going to be. So. 450 500 euros. Uh what do you think about that price?
0: Um about the price, um I'm I'm I can't afford that. No chance. No way. I can't do that. No like Um yeah, I mean I mean they did say like it's going to be roughly the price of a new console. I believe I've read that somewhere or heard that somewhere. So yeah, it's coming in around that mark, but that's too much for me. Once again I was talking to Bob. Um and um, I said to him about like 250 max really for me would be the biting point for this untested new hardware. I mean, I've been bitten before in the past by peripherals that have just sucked dick. And I mean, it doesn't it doesn't help really that we're not even excited
1: about it at all mm, at this point. Yeah,
0: true. I mean, I haven't really seen anything that's like massively groundbreaking. Like literally the only reason that I, I would want uh, a VR headset is to play like F1 with a steering wheel and a headset on, and oh, like be that. amazing. I know. That's the only reason I want it. Apart from that, I'm like, I can't really see the, I don't know, what it's worth. Like, what I'm, what am I gonna get out of this? Like, I don't, I don't think it's, it's worth that kind of money. But I mean, it's good that it's happening because obviously later on this will get cheaper and better. And uh, I do believe it is the way that things are going to go, but I'm—I um, don't—I'm not going to be one of the first investors unless it drops down a bit more.
1: I mean, you got to take it seriously because of the sort of companies that have invested in it over yeah, the last definitely. couple of years. I've always kind of thought it was quite gimmicky, but you know, as soon as as soon as all the big players, including fucking Facebook, get involved, then then you know that this, you know, if it isn't something right now, they it will become something. It's going to be very difficult for VR to fail with all of these major players chucking money at it. My biggest concern, and I was talking to my good friend Dan about this today, is that. The way I see it with 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 something that is tied to a console like PlayStation VR is i yeah. don 't think it 's the same device when it 's tied to a console that has a limited shelf life then you 're talking about something completely different here so for example, up until this point i 've seen nothing on playstation uh, you know looking at VR games that have been we 've seen at e three and at at various shows. I haven't seen anything that suggests it would be a good idea to buy a PlayStation VR. Now, mm-hmm. that suggests to me that, that anything that that could change my opinion on that is at least, like, what, three years away, development-wise? Because if it wasn't at least... if If it was less than three years away, I'd probably fucking seen it, you know? They kind of want to make a good impression here. They want to show that this has great potential, this device. So anything that was was, you know, at any sort of level to show some sort of tech demo of by this point, we would have seen it. Now, then the question becomes, how much longer does the PlayStation have? Because this thing's already struggling to run current games, you know? We're already struggling for frame rate versus 1080 in an era where we're heading towards 4K televisions, and PCs are already doing 4K stuff. Already, yes. So, they
0: definitely are, and it
1: looks gorgeous. Yes. So, so the concern—I mean, if you look at—if you buy an Oculus for whatever that costs you, what is it? Five hundred pounds,
0: something like that. Yeah, five hundred quid, and then like another grand and one and a half grand for a PC to run it. So you're looking at like two grand.
1: But in 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 five years' time, the the Oculus is still a usable device. You know, and PCs have got way fucking better. So maybe True. there'll be games on there all of a sudden that you can really have a good crack at, and that are are system sellers as far as the Oculus is concerned. In five years' time, I'd imagine we'll be gearing up for a PS Five, and yeah. and so why would you buy a PSVR now? Like, is it going to be compatible with PlayStation Five? Is it going to be Obsolete when PS5 comes out is tied to a console life cycle, and so therefore, the investment is far greater than anything that runs on a PC or is standalone. And that is my I big mean, problem with the. I
0: mean, you say it's tied to a console. I mean, like, technically, Kinect was like tied to a console, but that got used everywhere. Like, as some kind of peripheral or, you know, add-on for whatever because of, like, the PC development in it. I, I don't see any reason why people can't use PlayStation VR on a PC. Uh, I'm sure someone, um, when it comes out, will work it out and get it going. I mean... But that's like... very
1: different to it working natively on that device.
0: Yeah, and... true. I understand that. But I I still think, like, Oculus isn't going to be, like... You know, plug it in and off you go, kind of as easy as that.
1: It's designed for a, a for a PC, which is a system that is constantly evolving but is always compatible. And the yeah, PlayStation true. is not that device. Like that's a different thing altogether. And that would be my
0: big concern if you were
1: investing.
0: Is I mean, if if uh, PlayStation VR does come out at like 350, at like this low price that you know that we've quoted earlier, I mean therefore it is like your introduction to VR this is the one that people will be like oh that's the cheapest and I can use it on my PlayStation I'll get that like this is like the everyman's introduction to VR which I I'm think sure that that's exactly totally what they totally, want totally yeah, man. totally gone for
1: and I, I, I'm sure they're probably going to be selling them at a loss if they come out of that price as well. Because, but totally. as you said, as you said last week, they can afford to do that. But yeah, um, yeah uh, my, my concern would—if I was investing in VR right now, my concern would be what's what's the shelf life of this device that I'm buying, and uh, I would I would look at it and then I would buy something that is compatible with a PC or something that is for a PC.
0: I, I literally just wouldn't buy anything for no, a, no. a year or two at the moment because this is like very much untested waters, um, especially in the public eye, And it's I, like I said earlier, I've, I've been burnt so many times by buying the latest fucking peripheral and I'm just like, I'm not going to do it this time. I'm just... Unless it is like two hundred fifty quid, then I'd be like, yes, <laughs> give it.
1: <laughs> well, I think what we what we certainly can agree on. Obviously, everything else is speculation. But what we can agree on is, if 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 this PlayStation VR came out around the three hundred and fifty pound mark, then you'd probably have to have to say fair play to Sony for. Oh totally. Con- considering yeah. the sort of prices that are being touted for the other devices, uh, that would be impressive work on their part and and it probably would entice a few people who have probably you know a lot of people have got a hankering for new technology and and 350 oh, yeah. is and not an answers, unassailable yeah. amount of money so yeah. Um Uh, And, yeah, we just have to get to a game show
0: this year. Yeah, we really need to go and try this shit out. We we need to go and see (laughs) if this is actually worth our time.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Um, So, yes, let's move on.
0: To number two, which is
1: more news about the PlayStation, and this is Sony. Uh, They have extended... Uh, Everyone's PS Plus by a day because of the outage over the Christmas stroke New Year festive But where's
0: my free games, (laughs) Zony? There's your fucking compensation,
1: (laughs) suck a dick. uh, It did make me chuckle because, you know... I, I, as I said at the time, like I'm all for complaining when a service is like shite. But if you're yeah. just taking the piss, if every time the service yeah. goes down for an hour, you're going give me fucking
0: uncharted for free,
1: like <laughs> then this is what <laughs> like you deserve. The original one, yeah, 24 like, yeah, hour extension. <laughs>
0: that that's fine. I'll yep. have an extra day for a day's outage. That's cool. More Something's than satisfied
1: abouts, with that. Thank you very much, Sony. <laughs> so, yeah. So we move a on. Fucking free game. Next, we've Jones. got uh, Boris Johnson, who is the mayor of London, has backed a new UK games festival called Games London. Games um, London! Baby. Games London! <laughs> he's, he's backed it with £1.2 million of the London coffers, which is quite impressive. Yeah. Um, the festival will take place uh, between the 1st and the 10th of April. Uh, and will include a full-blown celebration of games, whatever the hell that means, alongside (laughs) uh, networking events and training sessions. Um, And I've got a quote from Boris here, which I will read out, and I'm not going to attempt his voice, but uh, here we go. Boris says, uh, Through Games London, we are supercharging an increasingly important sector for our economy. One that exemplifies the capital's reputation for creativity and innovation. From design to banking and civil engineering to film, games technology is being used in a host of different sectors. We are investing in a dynamic and constantly evolving industry to take London to another level as a world-leading capital for games and interactive entertainment. Now imagine Donald Trump trying to say that.
0: <laughs> be a good one. Yeah, I guess we we do games, don't we, in England a bit?
1: We do. We're kind of a big force in games. There's, it's one of those weird anomalies where uh, the UK basically creates nothing except video games and Formula One cars. So It's weird. You know, makes but no uh, sense. that's really cool, though, that they're and Also,
0: Formula One cars within video games.
1: Oh, yes, that as well. Yes. Yeah. There's a certain symmetry there, which is rather nice. like it. But yeah, um that's really cool. Like there's always good visibility for games, a driving yeah, industry for it's games, nice more jobs in the UK technology. for the games industry, so Yeah. Lovely stuff. I love it. Uh next, something that's particularly exciting to me, buddy. Uh Assetto Corsa is coming to PS4 and Xbox One in April. That's fucking ace. This is a driving sim uh, from a small Italian studio, and I am really excited because I have a racing wheel, and this game is basically fucking designed for someone like me. So, this is, um, yeah, this is a small independent game. It came out, I think it was Early Access in 2013. It, uh, officially launched on PC last year, or it might have even been late 2014 but um, yeah, just really cool looking racing sim lots of people who uh, have played it on the console have said that it captures a a wonderful handling model that the PC game's kind of always been touted for having Uh, and yeah, as far as I'm concerned if a racing game comes out on this
0: console then I will probably buy it yeah, it, it looks very cool. This game, like, uh, is it all circuit-based stuff? No, I
1: think, Ooh. I think, I think it is all circuit-based stuff. But the modding community on PC have created a number of street circuits and stuff. So, which we probably won't get. Well, I mean, it depends, really, doesn't it? I mean, it's a small development team, so it depends whether they would kind of embrace and support those in a sort of. Uh, in the sort of fashion that some some games kind of support the modding community, but probably not. Probably it's just going to be circuits. But um, yeah, it just it looks great. I'm I've heard. Luckily,
0: buddy, things. it's going to run sixty frames per second in ten eighty p on PS four. Yes, on Xbox it One. is. Seriously, Xbox One
1: nine hundred p. So the guy, I think it was quite telling what the fella said. He was he said. Um, of course I think he said as usual when, when they were talking through those statistics he said yeah. as usual the game will run 1080p on PS4 and 900p on Xbox
0: it's bad <laughs> no, it's like, really bad yeah No, oh, well but, like, we've been through that so many times no yeah. need to bring it up again
1: <sighs> either way you know me buddy uh, <laughs> I'm well up for that so yeah and the fact that it's April, like, that means yeah, man, that, um, very cool. Dirt rallies out a sort of similar time as well, so it might be game month for, uh, <laughs> for races. <laughs> yeah,
0: start saving them pennies.
1: Gibbons. Uh, and let's finish off the news with another bit of speculation, buddy. This is uh, a possible leak of stuff about the NX. Now, nothing's been confirmed here. Um, As we went to record this evening, about half of the mainstream game publications had reported this, and half of them had clearly been like, no, this is bullshit. So it's possible that this is not the case at all, but here is the story uh, from, uh, I think Eurogamer actually was one of the the publications that reported it, and normally if they run something, then I'm happy. So here we go. This is a possible leak. Uh, A document has emerged alleged to be an info page from GFK. They are a survey company who Nintendo are a client of. Um, So this is the sort of survey document that would go out to developers or uh, VIP customers or whatever, asking their opinion on possible hardware for the future. Yeah. So here are the details that appear on the document. It says... Exclusive game franchises featuring Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong and more, obviously, you know, doesn't really, goes without saying. Uh, Makes sense. C- connect with other Nintendo players around the world via the Nintendo Network.
0: Obviously. Has an Ethernet port.
1: Got Indeed. it. Yep. Uh, gameplay flows between the Nintendo NX console and Nintendo NX handheld device.
0: Ooh, Ooh. and So it's like the um, Wii U pad, but you can take it with you.
1: The Wii U pad, but maybe with a battery life that's more than an hour and a half, and (laughs) perhaps it isn't five metres long. Yeah. Um, Earn and share gaming achievements, triumphs, and defeats with your gaming friends and the Nintendo gaming community.
0: So it's got achievements... Yep. And oh, not trophies, but triumphs. I triumphs. Like triumphs. I like triumphs. that,
1: actually. Yeah. <laughs> triumphs. Surf the yes. web or make video calls on your TV. It's got Skype. Okay. Supports 4K 60fps video streaming. That's like... It's got a, Netflix. Like a
0: shitty little Android box can do that. That's yep.
1: fine. Gameplay graphics at 900p 60 frames per second.
0: So it's not 1080p, okay. Uh,
1: And then it says, what's in the box? And I'll attempt a Brad Pitt here. What's in the box? (laughs) Uh, But it isn't your wife's head. Spoilers, it is the Nintendo (laughs) NX console, a sensor bar, a game controller, and an HDMI cable. Yeah,
0: okay. So it's... Okay, so we're we're looking at an actual console, and like, so the the NX handheld could be like the new DS slash, not DS NX. I don't know. I guess. So,
1: yeah, I mean, there's not very much controller. there. And this is this is a leak that might even not be a real leak. Yeah, but true. It if it is a on. real leak, then then the things that that probably the things worth highlighting. Um, it's clearly going to have some sort of... It's going to be a traditional console if they're listing 900p, 60fps. Um, The fact that it says that you can share the... um, Where am I looking? Here we go. Gameplay flows between NX console and NX handheld device, but in the box it says game controller rather than handheld device, so perhaps that doesn't come with it. Uh, And the fact that it's got a sensor bar suggests it's going to
0: have some some Wii shit going on in there yeah, as well. Yeah, you can use your, your Wii U games and shit on there Yeah, crap.
1: Other than that, we're just clutching at straws. We might be clutching at straws with this as yeah, well. Yeah, it might just be
0: bollocks. But Who knows, but you know... What people are talking about, buddy. So it we'll is, I
1: think people are excited. And the Wii U, uh, N- Nintendo have kind of made the best of a bad situation with the Wii U. I think I'm not sure they could have done any more with that console than what they have done. Like it was always going to bomb without third party support. That's what happened with the Dreamcast as well. Um, yes, although that wasn't Sega's only mistake, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. No. It's uh, but, yeah. it's one of those where I think. It's it's looking more and more likely that we're going to see a new Nintendo console released this year. Certainly yep. E3 will be interesting. I mean, it's been a while since they did a stage show at E3. They normally do their Nintendo Direct video perhaps this year with a new director and, and a new console on the horizon. Perhaps this will be the year they come back and, and book themselves into a conference theatre. Yeah, get Italy. a slot,
0: buddy. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be, be very exciting. Maybe it? they do like some kind of stand-up or something, or yeah. have a live action. I don't know something stupid. It'd be. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this year. Like, is it going to be the same kind of like ridge that's uh, been in the past? Yeah, or I just is don't know, be... buddy. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it though. Yeah, definitely, buddy. Should be cool.
1: You know you're into games, buddy, when you uh, you're getting really excited about a press conference for a company whose device you probably won't buy. That's oh, when yeah. that's when you know <laughs> that you're a little bit fucking into deep.
0: Just a funny thing, buddy. It, did you see like I think it was at CES? The um I think it was a Razer laptop. where it's like it was like, a, it was like an, a notebook or something and then when you get home you can plug it into this like external like graphics card and it turns into like this beast machine have you seen that
1: oh what so you're basically carrying like um, a motherboard with a processor on it around and you can plug like into a graphics card
0: yeah i think it uses like um uh usb 3 or something really big that sounds crazy (laughs) Yeah, it it looked like a really good idea. So, like, literally you have, like, this 13-inch, like, netbook or whatever, take it out with you, do your shit on it, and then you get home, and then, like, you've got, like, this, like, really nice little box that's got, like, this beastly graphics card in. You plug that into, like, Thunderbolt, maybe. I don't know what it was. Um, And it's just, like, this beast of a computer, um, like, gaming rig, which uh, I thought that was, like, a really good idea.
1: That sounds great. Know. That is a good idea, actually. That's almost like the whole because you you've had those laptops for a while where the screen hatches from the keyboard and it becomes a tablet. Yeah, 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 That's almost like a gaming equivalent or something like that. That's really cool, man. Yeah, no, I, I didn't thought, see like,
0: that. I, I, rem- I just remembered seeing it like uh, earlier this week or last week or something. And wow. I was like, oh yeah, might might chuck that in the news. Yeah, nice man. <laughs> yeah, but yes, that is the end of the news.
1: And now it's time for Out This Week. Come on then, let's do this. Let's get it done. I think this is a decent week, buddy, actually. Yeah, it's
0: not bad, actually. It's not bad.
1: For a week on the fringes, far away from the release time that is golden, this week we have (laughs) uh, Lego Marvel's Avengers on the Xbox One, 360, PS4, PS3, Wii U, 3DS, Vita and PC. Um, pretty he, much everything <laughs> you interested in this
0: one buddy you're um kind of I'll, I'll get it when it's cheap buddy when it goes down to like 10 quid yeah is That's Milo into the Avengers stuff at all yeah yeah he's big into his superheroes and stuff like that I'm not fussed really like it's okay but yeah he's he's of that age where obviously it's really big at the moment so he's like yeah
1: nice <laughs> Well, from something he's going to enjoy to something I'm very much looking forward to, uh, we have Jonathan Blow's new game, finally out this week. This is The yep. Witness, out on PS4 and PC. Uh, That's and very cool. I am going to buy this game.
0: Um, okay, I'll play it then, if it's you buy it. out
1: on the 26th, which is Tuesday next week. Um, or Tuesday this week if you're listening to this podcast rather than me being a spaz uh, I will probably buy this and we will probably be talking about this next week provided it comes out cool Uh, also this week uh, excitingly for you uh, is Rise of the Tomb Raider PC edition coming out on the 28th so uh, yeah I'm assuming you are very tempted by that buddy (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm going to see what the prices are, are like, um, but I'll probably get it, more than likely being that's payday.
1: <laughs> that's a very good reason. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Totally. So that's cool. Um, Bombshell on PC, that's on the 29th, that is an isometric shooter. Uh, look, Sort of Helldivers with a kind of proper story, looks quite interesting. Um, cool. Uh, and also this week we have This War of Mine, and that's coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. It's been out on PC for some time. Uh, and that is something that, again, that really does interest me a great deal. That is a it's a sort of side-scrolling, apocalyptic resource management sort of thing where you've got a, a house that you slowly do up with survivors in it, and you send them out. You take them out on missions for scavenging and stuff. So it's kind of like a... Sounds like Fallout Shelter. Yeah, I I I think it's <laughs> I think it's probably a lot more in depth. Yeah, a bit that. more in
0: depth than that, but yeah.
1: But yeah, I think I watched I think it was Sips. I think I watched Sips of the Oggscast playing this a few yeah. few months back now, probably back in the summer in fact on PC. Um and I really liked the look of it, so that's another one that I might be tempted to pick up. Cool buddy. But yeah, uh, not solid, a bad week. Solid week. All. I mean, you could probably call yeah. Avengers, witness, tomb Raider, you could call them all triple A's, I reckon. Yeah, so, definitely. Decent shout.
0: Best week so far this year, buddy. Yep.
1: High bar <laughs> has been set.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for the JFG Top Five. Justice for Gamers
0: top five. What's this week's top
1: five, top five? Okay, it's massively early doors to, to be doing this, which is why it should be fun to do it. Um, With the new year well into its step by now, we've had some, some shite games come out, we've got some good ones on the way, we've had delayed games that are coming out soon, all sorts of stuff going on, buddy. But what I want to know is... What's gonna happen at E3 this year? We're, we're several months away. Um, like it, nice.
0: I like where you're going? Optimism.
1: Optimism, buddy. That's what you want. So yeah, I do.
0: I need to be positive most so, of the time.
1: Despite the fact that we are in the middle of January and it is minus four outside my house right now, um, let's have our top five list of things that are gonna happen at this year's
0: E3. <laughs> Straight off the bat, the NX is going to get some kind of release date or shown off, or something's going to happen with it. Yeah, they they will show that, probably with some sort of Zelda in it.
1: That's the big question still, of course. You know, if if they do announce a new console, and I think they will, will uh, will it feature Zelda? How's it going to work with backwards compatibility? Uh, uh, Nintendo, you know. almost, you know, all but promised sell to Wii U um, customers, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there, but yes, I I think that the NX will be shown off around E3, if not at E3, and I still think that that console will launch this year
0: Definitely, buddy I think so
1: So next, let's move on to Bethesda Um, and is it too early to be talking about the Elder Scrolls, buddy?
0: I don't know, I, I kind of feel like they should chuck in another edition uh, of the Elder Scrolls but we only just got Fallout and like, they like keeping things close to the chest. I think it's more me hoping for a next edition in The Elder Scrolls than them actually probably doing it.
1: I think they made a statement, though, man. When they they did a proper games conference last year, then I think that was the time at which you stopped thinking of Bethesda as this sort of introverted games company that releases a product every six years and had to start taking them seriously as a... Big time developer, a la, you know, a big time publisher at least, you know, yeah, like yeah. like UB or EA, and and if this was UB or EA, then we would absolutely be expecting an Elder Scrolls game at E yeah, three. Totally. It's only because it's Bethesda now. You know, Fallout has been; it, it came out. It it will have been you know ten months, eight months since uh, Fallout. Um, I'm not sure quite when the release date is of Doom, but uh, that's another one that they're publishing, but isn't doesn't have the sort of workload that an open yeah. world game like Elder Scrolls uh, I, I think, yeah, I think it probably is time for a, a, at least, even if it's a 30 second video with the Elder Scrolls logo or something, like I think they have to announce something like that at E3, because I'm not sure what they would have, I mean, having done the conference last year I suppose it depends whether they'll do that again. I think they said yeah, they said well, that, the time would be
0: a big giveaway that and uh, you know like what, what did they do this year? Wasn't it like that? Like it went out live while they were like practicing it or something. Yeah, that
1: they? was it. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah, last year's conference they accidentally live streamed the. Test of run, which
0: was yeah, which was good work great idea
1: I think if if they announce that they're doing a conference, then we can expect a Skyrim too
0: um, yeah I would say so if they
1: don't do a conference, then that might be telling that might be them saying you know no, this year we haven't got something like that from our big franchise but yeah, it could mm-hmm. happen would be nice so next let's talk about something that uh, now when you wrote this on our list. I said to you, we can't really have that, buddy, because we know that's happening. And you said, do we? And I thought about it, and I was <laughs> like, no, we, we don't. We Nothing don't has know, been announced. We're making assumptions. We're talking about Destiny 2.
0: I mean, if you think, like, the original Destiny, surely that was already announced by now, and, like, like, was it around E3 that we got access to the beta? I think it was, wasn't it? Or was that, like, an alpha?
1: Well, I can't remember. I can't remember, but certainly if we get to E3 without having heard about Destiny 2... And it's going to be there. That's ridiculous, though, isn't
0: it? Like, Yeah, I know. Is it like in, The fact that we haven't heard anything yet is a bit... I guess, you know, they're still plugging the original Destiny. Um, but, yeah, like, Destiny 2 will be there. It has to be there. I, I don't know. Stupid,
1: wasn't. I feel like... I feel like they would have announced it by now if it was coming out this year.
0: Nah, it's going to get announced March time. Okay. <laughs> That's what I reckon.
1: Well, I, I, it's all guesswork at this point, but... Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, It's it's... You always get really early announcements to a new franchise, but once that franchise kind of kicked in... You just don't know anymore, so... True. I don't know. Um, I mean, they have to do something this year, don't they? Because they talked about a 10-year plan when they released Destiny, so uh, it was pencilled in originally for there to be either a massive DLC pack or a second game. Yeah,
0: last year, wasn't it?
1: So, yeah. I guess there you go. Uh, That's our number three. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) These are in no particular order of importance, of course. Um, uh, Next... Xbox 1. Uh, now you've gone for this and I'm willing to back you buddy. Uh, <laughs> Xbox 1 slim version or more powerful version or something like that. So you think they're going to they're going to iterate on the Xbox
0: console itself. Yeah, there'd be some sort of new version of the Xbox 1, I reckon. I mean that'd
1: really put the cat amongst the pigeons into because I'm banking on this particular gen dying out fairly early doors now if microsoft were to come out and like iterate on their console that would change everything like no one's done that before
0: so i know be- but it sounds like something microsoft would do because like at the moment like they're, they're bringing it round again but you know it's been two years since they've done something stupid i feel like they're <laughs> gonna do it now
1: I, I hope you're right about that because it'd be incredible. Like it'd be mental if they were to do something like that. Um, yeah, and uh, as as you've written in the Google Doc, buddy, it's under your chair, <laughs> <laughs> it's under your chair. <laughs> Classic. I could certainly see them launching another a console that kind of. Uh, takes all of the original Connect architecture out of play with regard to what the cores are doing and stuff. Yeah, um, that's true. Whether they could do that in a software patch, I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, interesting all the same. And, and certainly they, they need to keep making up ground this year, and it's hard to see how they're going to do it other than that, other than a hardware thing. You know, they've had their sort of the greatest... Lineup of Xbox games ever thing they've kind of you know plugged the shit out of their software so mm. maybe it's can they'll a plug
0: um, Hololens this year a bit more,
1: I, I think they have to if all of these VRs are launching they kind of need to be seen to be in the game even if that thing isn't anywhere near ready yet so yeah I think you, I think you're right I think we we'll, we'll see another like crazy demo with a camera that can allegedly see like virtual reality. Yeah. And number five, last but not least, we have Um the next move from Naughty Dog Buddy. And uh we reckon there's gonna be some sort of Last of Us sequel because Uncharted is gonna be long done with and The Last yep. of Us was fucking amazing, and I'm I'm sure they can't leave that alone. There has to be a new one, surely.
0: Yep. Last of Us Two, aka just the two of us. <laughs>
1: Joel can make it if he tries buddy (laughs) (laughs) Joel
0: can make it if he tries (laughs) just the two of us
1: (laughs) yeah well I hope so because um, it's one of my favourite games ever and uh, the best, I was thinking the other day actually in terms of after our story discussion and my indignance at Tomb Raider's story, um, I think probably The Last of Us is the best story I've ever come across in a video game. I can't think of anything that's ever got anywhere near it.
0: It was very compelling and rich. It certainly was. Say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, they'll have to be working on something, and and Uncharted will have been out it's for three not or four be months. Fucking Crash Bandicoot, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a new buddy. Crash Crash bandicoot, buddy, Crash Team Racing. Fuck off. Well we could do with a cart racing game on the PS4, buddy.
0: No. No. Okay. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well either way, those are our E3 predictions. Nice. So now it's time for Many Moons Ago. Many Moons Ago.
0: Where are we going back to this year, buddy?
1: Well, we're not going back very far at all. Uh, I'm still struggling somewhat. Uh, I got lucky with Burnout (laughs) Paradise last week, but obviously not a lot releases um, in January. Um, so yeah, we've gone back to a game that I know that you played the shit out of and I, that I haven't I played at all. So <laughs> you're going to be, you're going to be carrying us here, buddy. You're going to be flying the flag. Um, okay, thanks. On the 24th of January, 2013, uh, The Cave came out. So
0: tell me about The Cave, buddy. It's a game that's really good and I enjoyed it a lot um it's a game 2d side scroller puzzle esques and stuff happens really cool storylines as in like the narrator's really good um you start off uh you pick oh god i'm trying to remember it i think it's three characters out of eight i'm gonna go for seven eight. Ah, oh, that's close. I knew it wasn't like it was a number of three, and that really annoyed me, because I couldn't do it in, like, two sittings. I had to do, like, an extra one and take two of, like, the retards. That, well, not retards, but two of the people I'd already done on it.
1: This was the one with, uh, like, the pair of orphans as one character, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> they were
0: messed up. They were freaky-deaky. I think they, like, killed their parents or something, you know. I'm trying to remember. i th- I think that's what they did. But anyway, like... um like there's all different stages uh, and it's really well designed like the level because obviously it's just one big level um, but certain doors are only open depending on who you play as so like there's like an adventure woman uh, who like raids tombs or whatever and she's got like a, a grappling hook so obviously to get to her part of the level you have to use your grappling hook to get across there if you haven't got her in your party of three you ain't going that way, you gotta go the other way. And it's just really cool, like the way it feeds you through the level. Um, I liked that. Um but the the different stories like how um I believe that it's to do with everyone's always like continuously like bad but there's a way of making them good from what I remember, like there's like two different endings on depending on how you you do it for each person and you either get like a good ending or a bad ending which like i I think the first two times i played it through i got the bad ending because like i didn't realize that there was a good ending but like um i think it was with like the evil twins like i i got the good ending for that and i was like oh wow so like that that made me want to go through it again and again and possibly again. Okay, I, I think I racked up about fifteen, sixteen hours in this game, and I think like one playthrough is about like two and a half hours, maybe three hours or something. That's <laughs> impressive, then. It really is. Yeah, um, I, I just find it a, a, a really fun game. Like uh, w- once again, like the little stories within it. Um, like the, the only thing that I, I found annoying about that game was like obviously there's certain areas where you have to do them each time. Uh, and there's one section with like an old dude on a uh, stranded on an island um, and like you have to like well pretend to save him kinda of thing or actually save him um, just to carry on and like so I, I did that like five or six times and by like the third time I was like oh, I've got to do all this again that was the only issue I think I had with it but it is very cool game like uh, the narrative is like some of the best that I've ever come across. Really it's
1: funny as really well.
0: Cool. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean the only experience I've had of it I'm pretty sure that when I was up at yours one time you showed it to me and uh, played it for an hour or so while I was watching because that's the kind yeah. of like the only experience I had from it. But the writing was instantly recognizable as um because it was a Ron Gilbert game. Um he joined yep. Double Fine. A uh, yep. good friend of Tim Schafer. They both worked on Monkey Island and all of those games. So, um, yeah, Day of the Tentacle Boys kind of at it again kind of thing in terms of, like, fun dialogue and, and interesting narrative. So, yeah. I,
0: I just really like those types of games. I've, I've come to the conclusion that, like, I'm I'm a sucker for that. And, like, it it just proves to me, like, how toilet, like, Telltale games are. Because, like, if it's meant to be, like, a narrative game... Uh, these other games do it like a million times better. You <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> it's it's so simple, but, but very very cool game. And thank you. I know you didn't have much options, but thank you for picking it, buddy.
1: No, it's cool, man. Yeah, I, cool. I could we could have rabbited on about the 3ds or uh, something like that, but no. I know that you really loved that game, and um, yeah, like heavily underrated and available very very cheap on Steam. So if you're a PC gamer, then get involved. It's cool.
0: I'm I'm sure I got it like free on Amazon on Android as well. Oh really? Yeah, I think I think I've got it on there as well. I haven't played it on Android yet so I can't say if it <laughs> runs good or not. But uh, I I might dig it up, see if it's good now that I've got my new tablet. I'll give it a go.
1: Funnily enough, published by Sega.
0: There you go, buddy. The big dogs.
1: Yeah. There you go. now it's time for the jfg
0: quiz so this week buddy i have prepared a quiz for you indeed about buddy. about your beloved stupidly blue don't know whatever he is hedgehog i guess I mean, yeah, he is a
1: hedgehog. It's in the name. I mean... And and also, fair play for continuing to fly the Mario fanboy flag from 1994. Um,
0: 95, buddy. 95. (laughs) 97 in in Europe. I know that now.
1: 85 and 87.
0: Yeah. It's fine. I got the import, I told you. (laughs) There it is. So, seeing as um, that was the question that you gave to me when was okay number one when was Sonic the Hedgehog released was it 1989 1990 or 1991 91 he's gone for 91 you sure yes it's correct. Well done, buddy. It was 1991.
1: Cheers,
0: B. Okay, question two How many Chaos Emeralds are there? Is it A, 5, 2, 6, or C, 7? Six. He's gone for six, and he's got it, that's two for two, Ooh. <laughs> nicely done, buddy, so far, so good, so yeah, but this was question. this is what happened to
1: you last week. you got the first <laughs> two, and then it all went <laughs> fucking toilet town, so here we go, yep,
0: yeah. okay, so question what was Sonic's original name? was it a Mr. Needlemouse <laughs> b. <laughs> Mr. Hedgehog, or C. Mr. Blue Spikes.
1: So I suppose it comes down to whether I think you would have made up Mr. Needleman. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't know if you'd have made up Needle Mouse. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's Mister Hedgehog. It's Mister Hedgehog, and you it's did. Gone for Mister Hedgehog. You did make up Needle Mouse.
0: Unfortunately, buddy, it was Mister Needle. Oh, Mouse. oh, I knew it was one or other. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, uh. um, a bit of an odd question, um, but. On what platform was Sonic released on first? Was it the Game Gear, the Master System, or the Mega Drive?
1: I mean, the Master System predates both of those consoles, surely.
0: This is correct.
1: But I'm pretty sure that It's the Mega Drive. I'm pretty sure Sonic didn't come out until the Mega Drive and then they made a Master System version. I'm going Mega Drive.
0: He's going for the Mega Drive. It's good knowledge, buddy. On June the 23rd, 1991, it came out on the Mega Drive, but also in October 25, or 25th of October, 1991, it came on the Master System, and then in December 28th, 1991, it came out on the Game Gear so, yeah, you are correct with Mega
1: Drive.
0: Nice. It's weird. Like, when I read that, I was like, what? Yeah, no, that I is, think.
1: like, stupid. I think if I hadn't played them at the time, then I would have been absolutely clueless there. But I'm. Yeah. I tell you, I think I've told you my story before where I thought that I was yeah, yeah, getting yeah. a Mega Drive, and, and it turned out my folks bought me a Master System through lack of knowledge on my part. Um Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This isn't the game that I thought. And it's, and it's <laughs> So I figured I, I must have seen that Mega Drive version first. And, and yeah, that's why I went for that.
0: Okay. Um, so, even though it isn't in the Sonic the Hedgehog 1, I've gone for this final question. I also have a bonus one backed up, if I feel like answering it or asking it. But... Final question buddy. Question number 5. What is Tails's full name? Is it A. Miles Tails Prower? Or is it Johnny Two Tails? Or is it just Tails? It's A. Miles Prower. Well played buddy. It is yeah. Interesting. It's a, a play on the word miles per hour. Just to let you know. Oh, I always wondered. Mm. Yeah. No, well, there you go. And uh, so out of four, uh, out of five, buddy, you got four, which is uh, better than what I did. I
1: was on the cusp of that fifth one as well. I know,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> cool. Though. Do you want the cheeky bonus one for you know to make it five?
1: Yeah, buddy. Rude not to chuck it
0: in. Okay, uh, I think this is from Sonic Unleashed, but how fast is Sonic? Is it a 179, no, 1,795 miles per hour, 2,436 miles per hour, or 2,887 miles per hour? (laughs) (laughs) Um, the first one. It is C. He uh, he clocks in at two thousand eight hundred eighty-seven miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> uh, there you me. go, buddy. Good quiz, Nicely buddy. Nicely done, though. Good quiz. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Thanks very much. Yeah. I'm 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 pretty pretty in touch with my Sonic there. Like I'm pretty up on my Sonic knowledge.
0: Yeah. I I, I didn't ask you. You know some some silly questions like what other game was in you know. Production while they were making some Here we are.
1: You know, here we here we like go. <laughs> Kept
0: it nice and simple, didn't I?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, very much appreciate all the same.
0: No problems, buddy. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to my turn next week. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> worth noting that I actually had had a quiz prepared in case you hadn't done one and that is what you will receive next week and it involves a certain dreamcast. <laughs>
0: I'll be doing my research. Yeah, um, yeah you've got a week, this week to week fucking. On the Dreamcast.
1: Yeah, hit the books. <laughs> <Yeah>. Get involved. <laughs>
0: Can't wait, buddy. Beautiful.
1: And now it's time for the Fuckwit Corner Division
0: update. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> ah, so, what what's the. the we're just going to. Shout out some facts. I, I think guess. so.
1: Yeah, because basically this week we have le- we have learned a lot more about the division. We've both got ourselves onto the beta of the division as well, uh, which starts um, not very Friday. long from now. Um, this goes live on Sunday, doesn't it? This podcast, so it is this week the division beta. Yeah,
0: Thursday on the Xbox One, Friday for PS4 and PC, and ends on the Sunday. It's gonna be an interesting
1: game night. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, everyone get that shit installed. Yeah, sort it out. You've been warned.
1: And get the fucking latest Project Cars patch, for fuck's sake, Jesus. (laughs) Um, But, um, (laughs) yeah. Um, So, I was going to include this in the news because we've learned lots. Basically, all of the major games publications, the people that do this uh, for a living and don't know how lucky they are, Uh, Went to see Mm. the division in the last week or two, and I've been allowed to write about it at this point. So, we've learned lots of new information about the division in a very short space of time.
0: Um, (laughs) So, for some reason, if you don't read those publications and literally only listen to us, we will inform you on what those people have said.
1: Let's do that. So, uh, yeah, so (laughs) Funk says, uh, How about a division update? What's the latest? Now I think you've you've actually made some notes, which is going to be handy because uh, I've
0: oh, yeah. had I one too many
1: beers it. at this point, and uh, my brain's it's not
0: doing well. Let's put it that way. Is it this one? Luckily, I labelled it "Untitled Document," you know, and I easy to that. find. <laughs> <laughs> so um, some of the uh, hit points that I uh, I picked up on whilst uh, revising on this. Uh, it's a it's a online open world RPG, buddy. Yeah, didn't know that. It's not a it's a it's a shoot a second RPG 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 number one, and um, you shoot people in the heads, and little numbers pop up out of their heads. So um, take what you will from that. I mean,
1: it's interesting, really, because everything I've seen about the division this week suggests it's got nothing to do with the Tom Clancy sort of name. Like yep. This is not a game where you can sneak up on something and headshot it. This is a game yep. where you have to empty fucking 150 bullets into something to kill it because it's got a certain level or <laughs> or shielding.
0: There, there still might be like some kind of sneak perk where it does like double damage, hopefully, like, without being spotted, uh, ala the Skyrim. I think they used to do that. Like that's true. Uh, one yeah. of the perks with the bow and arrow. Um, so that that could be a thing, yeah. But it's it's not like. One shot to the head, it's not dead. a
1: shooter that's the bottom line No, it's not a tactical shooter it's uh this this game is destiny isn't it this is this is destiny
0: New York in a way yeah um I like the fact that it's um third person uh, but then when you zoom in like using your optics, it goes first person Ala like I keep saying Allah it's because I've got it written down as like the title of this a la divisiona. For some reason, don't ask me why. Um so, uh, like in Vegas. So you go into cover on Vegas or Vegas two and it'd be in third person, then obviously the zoom in boop when you pop round goes into first, which I kinda like that. I like that it as well, but it reminds buddy. me of classic Ubisoft games. There are no loading times. There are just like bits where it slows down when you walk, I believe. <laughs> like um I guess uh in a way like destiny has like little corridors and you can walk around um and it loads it through through those sections um uh, once again i've said it's an rpg like destiny or borderlands there is a level 30 cap uh we have a thing called the base of operations which is what you're trying to build uh whilst going out and doing your missions like like the PVE, uh, it, it is called the Boo, or they have referred to it as the Boo, being the base of operations, which is weird. Yeah, I really like this as well, buddy. Uh, it's um, giving it some kind of story to what we're doing. Um, so you get recruited by these guys. You go out and find certain supplies or certain people, and you're building up your Boo, as it was... Um, to make it better and take out all the bad guys. Can
1: we rename um, that right now? I, I would like to officially name our boo home base the uh, retailer okay. home base. Um, well, that's
0: the thing, buddy. We're all gonna have our own separate home bases. Like it isn't a communal thing. Um, we, even though we are in the world together, when we go back to our home base, it will be our own. So, I mean, I might, I might call mine like B and Q.
1: Well, that's fair enough, but you know? mine will be home base. One that's word. That's fine.
0: Um that's cool. Um The RPG in a real world scenario, as in like it's a one to one of New York, um might be a bit weird for certain people. I, I'm alright with it. I, I'm not that attached to life. Not that's not the words. I, I can detach myself from like what is real and what isn't. Uh, so I should be fine <laughs> with that situation. I think it's really
1: impressive that they've managed it. Um, it looks really nice. Having said that, it doesn't look as nice as the original trailers. Because oh, there's is is an really. obvious graphical downgrade. But if you didn't think that was going to happen
0: then uh <laughs> then uh, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> uh, yeah they they've changed like a lot of the like user interface and stuff like that, like the menu system like isn't on your watch anymore, it's just a thing that pops up. they've still got like the 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 map in a way on the but, floor like, I believe
1: you like walk on it almost is um
0: yeah, yeah, but i I think like um when like you need to set like waypoints and stuff like uh, it dis like you disappear and it goes into like a map, but still the same map like on the floor. Or something like that. I, I think I can't. I did see an image of it, and I can't really describe it better than what I just did.
1: <laughs> Other things that I know I, I noticed from various reports is that certain levels will be gated, certain areas will be gated at launch because they aren't ready yet. Also, uh, yeah, I heard that maybe. clan support isn't in place at launch. I don't know whether that's true or not, but uh, that'd be quite weird. But I also saw that you could kind of party up quite easily and um the party leader can put waypoints down that everyone can follow and that sort of thing um i think bottom line here is that i i have not been as excited for a game on this console like ever like this this is the one for me man like i've been kind of cautiously optimistic for some time now and all of the noises that i'm hearing about the division are the 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 co-op um party-esque interesting rpg-ish shooter that i kind of saw from a new console generation like that's what i was after is is what i'm hearing about the division yeah
0: definitely i'm totally on board with you there uh this is the most excited i've been about the division since first seeing it uh i'm now learning now that it's like a, a rpg style game like Looking, I can't wait to play I mean, you this, look yeah, You look at how so much
1: we got into Destiny and this sounds yeah, like totally a lot better <laughs> than
0: that game. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it is. Anyway. We're a lot
1: more tailored to us, at least.
0: Yeah, and um, I'm, I'm just going to reel off a couple of little things that uh, I've got left. Um, the battle scales to the amount of people that are in the party, uh, so uh, you can play this on your own and the, it will scale it down um like in destiny like when you hit like the big boss areas it is a no respawn zone so uh, i don't know if it work the same as destiny if you have like a countdown or you can get revived or what i don't know that yet but we will find out and the last thing is that it is classless as in there are no classes but you can literally upgrade everything and swap and change it on the fly within the menu so one minute i could be like a healer and then I go in my backpack and now I'm like a tank or something and I go and blow shit up. So that all sounds really cool. Sounds great. Sounds cool. (laughs) We
1: will be playing it very soon and uh, I'm very excited about that.
0: Yeah, definitely, buddy. Me too. Very excited.
1: you have a question for the justice for gamers podcast every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you pop us a message on facebook or twitter or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and we'll do our best to sort you out and now it's time for questions and answers
0: so have we got we got any newcomers this week buddy or you know Just the same
1: old riff-raff. We got some riff-raff. We got some good shit from PJ. (laughs) Um, We got nothing about dragons this week, unfortunately.
0: No, uh... what a shame.
1: It is a shame. love dragons. Uh, So we've got a couple of things from PJ. And the first thing is, uh, tell me about thumbstick pads. Do you use them? Do they make much of a difference to your gaming? Any recommendations? And so on and so forth. I think we've covered this in the past. But um, yeah, I use thumb grips on my controller because it would just die. Otherwise, uh, the PlayStation thumbsticks are useless. (laughs) Um, terrible and now if I try and use the thumbsticks without the uh, yeah the pads it just it's mental like they're like tiny it doesn't work
0: my brain does not compute Uh,
1: these (laughs) things are great I don't know if they improve your precision Uh, it doesn't matter they don't uh, they don't make anything worse. They extend the life of the controller exactly. So, just like, buy them. It,
0: my, my launch con- uh, launch controller still works now. Yeah. Uh, whereas, um, I, my actually no, it wasn't the one that came with the original because I took that one back because it was fraying and I was like, this is shit. <laughs> I want a new one. And then uh, when I got the new one, I was just like, boom, on go the um, thumb grips.
1: I don't think that the analogue sticks are too small on the PlayStation controller, but I do no, I do fine. think that with thumb grips um, on there, you just get used to it almost instantly, so there's basically no reason not to have them. Bearing in mind the thumb grips will never die, so, you know, if you get through three controllers over eight years, you can still use the same thumb grips. There's essentially <laughs> no true.
0: reason not to buy them. They're like four pounds, so... Yeah, you can get all kinds of like multicolored colored ones off Amazon's like uh I would buy the concave ones not the convex uh, just because I liked the 360 controller cuz that was like dipped in yeah. with, like the four nuggets that as well. In the
1: corners. I got mine from so game. That's the ones I went for. They were just some generic brand. Um yeah, find the ones that will probably suit you the best, but yeah, totally just just buy them. Like it just makes sense.
0: I mean like I got them from Sainsbury's um, their online department they cost um, I think it was like 3 99 I found a, val- uh, a voucher for £5 off anything so I got them for free <laughs> which was quite a bargain I mean me. that's
1: a reasonable price to pay for
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I-, I enjoyed that day, good day so
1: yeah uh, and finally, from PJ this week, uh, PJ asks, are there any decent Kickstarter projects out there at the moment? Uh, bearing in mind Oxenfree was an example of one that we'd we'd highlighted in the past. Um, yeah. So this is quite pertinent this week. Um, I know you've been on to Kickstarter, Ash, and you've been having a little look around for interesting stuff. So you found a couple, didn't you?
0: Yeah, there's no real games um, that... Look, that great I must say I, I didn't really delve deep into it I just had a quick skim uh, at the top but nothing that people are going bananas over it or anything that really I was like mm, okay um, but there is something called the Tesla suit feel what you play and from <laughs> having a quick look it looks like uh, it's like a full on body suit that you put on with your VR and you can feel shit so I'm guessing if you're watching a bit of porn, like, you can, you know, it starts vibrating <laughs> in certain areas. This thing looks ridiculous. <laughs> it looks retarded, doesn't it? I was intrigued, though.
1: <laughs> Org- virtual and augmented reality, buddy.
0: I mean, that that's what we want. You know, like that initial picture at the top isn't what it looks like, but I wish it did. It's the world's it's first full-body full like... smart
1: textile tactile, <laughs> tactile feedback suit that lets you feel the virtual reality.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's fucking ace. It's only like two grand or something. I can't remember. Bargain? Yeah, mate. Um, <laughs> apart from that, there's a thing called <laughs> the... Uh, Indigo, the all-in-one retro game console, which I, I looked at and I was like this can't be legal it's like a Raspberry Pi 2 or a Raspberry Pi 2 or whatever, uh, just with a shit ton of emulators on it I'm like, is this legal? I guess it is, I don't know No, no
1: a- <laughs> I don't know how it could be
0: I, that's it like it, it. Literally, I, I don't know. It, it's just got loads of. Well, I don't know. I don't know how it works. But it, it like you. It comes with like um, a CD drive and like some flash memory and like USB ports. Uh, it can go up to 1080p. It has like literally every emulator you could think of on there. Um, it's like 200 euros, which is a bit steep. I, I think for this, uh, it, it seems quite impressive. Um, but it was something that was gaming that like intrigued me just by the fact that I was like, "That can't be allowed." I suppose
1: surely. the, I mean, the emulators aren't illegal, are they? It's yeah, the but like, it says it's the ROMs like, that are. Um,
0: it comes with like a 32 gig preloaded. Okay. Like, <laughs> It doesn't say preloaded with what, though. So, um, it it just says, like, so, for instance, like, this one for €150, you get the console, um, the DVD rewriter, um, the HDMI cable, the power cables, and a 32 gig preloaded OS card. So it's got the operating system, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it's no blank. ROMs. It's
1: got 32 gig of space, and you can put ROMs on there. And that's where the legality is an issue. So legality I suppose comes into it. But yeah. If they if they're flogging it without any ROMs on it, then I guess if it's just emulating old consoles, there's nothing illegal about that.
0: True. It sounds really
1: cool, actually.
0: Actually, yeah, and, and on some of these like the Dreamcast ones and stuff, like the DS, you need to install the BIOS yourself 'cause Yeah, yeah. They they don't they won't. Which do is part that, of the course if you're
1: doing emulating on a regular basis. So.
0: Yeah, true. But yeah, you know, so get get a emulating console if you haven't got like a computer to do that, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah or like something that can do that but yeah, um, there there are a couple of gaming things that I found on Kickstarter but apart from that there's uh, not really any games that I I came across, which was a shame.
1: Nothing really sort of um, in the public eye at this point
0: No, definitely not Oh well, there we go
1: So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 43 of the podcast. How have you found things?
0: It's been a decent one, I think. It's been a very positive episode, I believe. Yeah, I've been in good spirits all the way through. I've really enjoyed it.
1: We've not shat all over the order. We've been excited about Nintendo's
0: new console and. The, the vision looks good. Oh, yeah. We could go on. I mean, we should probably just do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, instead of that, maybe
1: we can go and play Lara Croft. I think so. We'll play that for an hour or so. Should be a, a bit of a giggle. Sounds like a plan. Well, thank you very, very much mm. for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. Uh, facebook forward slash justice for gamers our twitter is at justice for gamer Uh, we're also on youtube we are youtube.com forward slash justice for gamers video Uh, you can find us on soundcloud soundcloud forward slash justice for gamers and we're also on google plus if that is how you choose to live your life Uh, until next week uh, i've
0: been alex he's been ash I'm gonna butt in here again and say, Hey guys, we have a website. It costs us a bit of money. Please go to that website and donate so we can afford this because our bills are coming next month. Oh that'd be lovely. It would. And also we would like dedicate a whole podcast just to you. Every section. (laughs) Every section indeed. Almost embarrassingly so. Oh definitely, you know, that's how we do things here. So um, on that, I'm going to say thank you and goodbye. See you next week. Goodbye.
1: You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash justiceforgamers or Twitter at justiceforgamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop us an email to contacts at justiceforgamers.com and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week and we'll catch you next time.